welcome to the Swimming From Home talk show. I'm here with Steve Rausch, CEO of ASCA. Uh, to get things started, Steve, um, you know, how, just give me a general synopsis of, of how ASCA is doing during this quarantine period and, and maybe some of the things that they are doing during this quarantine period. Sure. Um, I, I think we're all adapting is the, the word and uh, staying flexible. Uh, but uh, the, the coronavirus has caused some challenges for us just because of the fact that um, uh, our um, main revenue source is doing uh, clinics around the world as, as well as domestically um, in regional clinics. And so those have all been shut down and uh, rightly so. Uh, as far as um, the avoiding large groups and such. However, our, our online education and certification uh, programs have received a bit of an uptick, I think due in part to coaches having um, a little bit more, if you call it free time, but uh, time to pursue uh, their educational uh, uh, you know, objectives. We've seen uh, an increase there. So we've also uh, created some new platforms to try and generate more information out there for coaches in different uh, platforms. One being our doc talks, which are discussions on coaching, um, six to 15 minute uh, discussions with coaches on a topic that they can come on and we release two of those on average a week just for um, coaches to stay up on uh, certain topics. Uh, a lot of them have dealt with um, the issues that they're facing right now during the, the virus. The uh, other part is our Ask Alive where we're doing webinars twice a week uh, that are 60 minutes in length that we're uh, delving into various topics that uh, I think coaches are looking for more clarity on um, and questions on. Again, kind of tapping into the fact that uh, there is a, an abundant amount of uh, free time going on right now with uh, so many that are out of the water and looking to um, looking to stay fresh, keep their minds um, uh, moving and uh, understanding what, um, you know, what the other people are doing for ideas and preparing, basically getting them prepared for when this finally does uh, open up and when we are able to get back to whatever the new normal will be. Yeah. So that, that leads us into, <clears throat> from an ASCA perspective, what, how are you planning for when pools are available, when coaches and athletes can get back on deck? Um, what, what do you see as that reintroduction pro, uh, time looking like? Well, again, following uh, you know the advice of the CDC and the various health agencies that are putting information out right now, think it's going to be very creative for a lot of uh, clubs to adhere to the social distancing uh, guidelines that are being put forward. 
as we all know, anybody that's witnessed a swim practice, uh, social distancing would probably be probably the furthest thing that's going on uh, in between those sets and at the end of, of each of the uh, ends of the pool. So really looking at that, it, it really is going to be something of an education process and a sharing of information on ways in which you can make it work, be creative, yet still be able to conduct uh, your business, run your practices and get the swimmers back in the pool. Mm-hmm. Do you have uh, certain, certain ways that, I guess specifically coaches can get creative with that process? Has ASCA, has ASCA been thinking about that or um, providing any ideas? We are, we've been talking with our coaches again as you, as you enter into this, there's so much information coming at you. It's, such, it's like drinking from a fire hose that you're trying to absorb what the latest information is and, and provide guidance. And by the time you've come up with something, there's some new guidelines that have been released. So um, I think we're, we're, which is why we're doing these various platforms of the Doc Talks and, and our Ask Alive is to get groups of people in there just to talk about this this stuff talk about what they they're planning on doing talking about what uh you know their creative minds are so i don't think there's going to be a set answer partly because our swim clubs the you know the three thousand that are in the the u.s um are all so different i mean there is no one size fits all and all operate the same way use you know varying uh, degrees of, of um, recreational facilities around the country that are either owned, operated, managed by different entities. So they're all going to come with their own separate set of rules as well, as, as we saw with how, you know, the country shut down and that it was different from state to state. Uh, I know here in Florida, it was different from county to county. And I know that it was different within our county from city to city and within the county. So, um, you know, I have a stack of papers with each entity telling me uh, how to adhere to the stay at home order that the governor issued. And I think that's going to be the true challenge for coaches to stay on top of what they're within their jurisdiction on what the rules are and coming up with plans. But I think we can share some best practices within these platforms that allow coaches to get some sparks of ideas on, on how they can go about, um, you know, conducting their swim club when, when the, uh, when the cloud rises. Yeah. Have, have you um, personally heard some, some ideas in these forums or gotten some feedback that, that you really like maybe, maybe for your area or maybe, you know, maybe just for a different area that doesn't might not apply to you, but you're like, Hey, that's, yeah, that's something that could work for, for that group of people. Yeah, the ones that seem to make sense to me are running, running uh, intervals where uh, you're using both ends of your pool. Um, unfortunately, what it's looking like is that the days of crowding your pool with a lot of kids is not going to happen anytime soon. And we all know that that's nice, especially if you're a club that only gets two hours, let's say, in the day to be able to conduct a workout. Uh, but the ones that do control their venues are 
uh, talking about having um, long stretches throughout the day. The coaches, again, working longer, longer days, but doing their best to um, adhere to the numbers that they're allowed to put into a lane, keeping them and literally running the workout same workout at both ends of the pool, but that way not everybody is at the, the same end resting in between the intervals as well. So uh, it's gonna come up with ways to be creative, ways to uh, keep moving uh, the swimmers. And, and again, I think from everything I've read too, I don't know if the pool is necessarily as big of a problem as getting them in and out, the locker rooms, the shower rooms, um, those are where uh, I think the social distancing will have to, you know, have to be enforced as well um, going forward. Yeah. <clears throat> so that, that kind of makes me think, and you might not have even have an answer for this, but um, you know, if coaches and swimmers are doing, are, are having to adjust and do things differently once they get back, um, is that going to affect how, you know, ASCA starts, writing policy or determining certification, um, you know, just I, I don't because think the have landscape a, is changing? Yeah, I don't think it'll have a big impact on that part of it. I think it will open up uh, a, a whole new area that we'll have to focus on from an education and awareness standpoint, which, mm -hmm. you know, education is our number one mission. And so um, as we start to learn, and again, it will be, uh, you know, adapt uh, as we go along because rules will come up and you'll have to adapt. And, but I do think that it opens up a, an education path that we'll have to do a, a major emphasis on to make sure that coaches fully understand how uh, they can operate while still complying. Because if you, you know, if you read it and say, well, I can't run, your mindset is that I can't run my practice the way I've always run practice. I've got news for you. I think it's going to be a long time before that day comes. So you're going to have to come into it more with a, a whiteboard thinking approach saying, okay, here are the rules of engagement. How do I make this work um, and still accomplish what I'm trying to accomplish with my, my swim club. And I think we can help with best practices, educational tools, uh, just, so that they are uh, up to speed and aware of what uh, what to do. Yeah. Uh, so the ASCA, the ASCA, speaking of education, the ASCA World Clinic, you know, is is a pretty monumental event, um, certainly for swim coaches each year. Do you have a does ASCA have a plan for that moving forward yet? We have um, this year. The 2020 World Clinic will go into the virtual world. Um, the um, prospects of everything we've been reading with uh, the CDC and the health agencies really indicate that um, a mass, mass gathering of 1,000 to 1,200 swim coaches in a ballroom in Orlando was highly unlikely. Um, and, you know, and, and so uh, we, really, we really had to come up, and, and I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call it our plan B, but we had to come up with a an alternative way to do what we do. And we're very excited to announce that, uh, you know, the, that, the, that we're, we're calling it the ASCA Cyber World Clinic, uh, hosted by the ASCA Global Village, because I think a couple of things, we're, 
really excited about the prospect that this now allows us to get a, gather a bigger audience, both domestically <laughs> and internationally, um, because we've been challenged to get our international guests here and coaches here because of the fact of the visa issue over the past um, decade or so. The other uh, piece being that uh, I think looking at the various uh, softwares that we've been researching and we're starting to settle in on our platform and how we're going to go about it. Um, but there's a lot of exciting opportunities for, you know, you know, virtual networking, uh, a virtual exhibit hall, um, you know, just, just some really, I, I mean, the, it's a whole new world for me. I'm reading uh, every publication they're putting out on the various things that um, are now available. And I, I'm really excited because I think we're going to be able to provide even better content, meaning, you know, that we can expand on the content that we have, uh, be able to have uh, interactive sessions uh, while doing a lot of it with, with pre-production videos on the speeches, but then cutting away to be able to do interactive live Q&A following that, that uh, talk by the, by the, the uh, speaker. And it's just, there's some, just some amazing things that are available out there. And I think it allows us to continue the tradition that the ASC has had of, of educating coaches, but like I said, potentially to a much larger audience. Uh, as well as the fact that, um, in, in essence, not having the travel costs of the airfare and the hotel room um, actually can bring the cost down for the coaches uh, to a reasonable level where, where uh, you know, most will have gone through a little bit of an economic downturn here this year. So I think it still provides them with the opportunity to learn engage, network, um, and, uh, and, and still be a part of the ASCA World Clinic while uh, there are some parts of it that we uh, probably will have to um, suspend this year. Uh, I, I think it'd be very difficult for us to do the banquet honoring the, the Hall of Fame inductees. Um, so there, there may be a larger class in 2021 because it just, I, I don't feel the same, same impact on inducting somebody virtually versus uh, uh, having their family, friends and family uh, there uh, as they're inducted. So some of those things are, are going to be a challenge to be able to, uh, to do, but I think overall the main mission of it is education and the tools that we have uh, available are just, to me, um, pretty impressive. So we're, we're actually kind of excited now as we shifted gears to a cyber world clinic, because as I said before, that, that whiteboard's now ours to say, okay, how do we want to do this? How can we do it? How can we do it first class, professional, and, and something that people will really, uh, you know, be happy with when we, we get done with it? Sure. Yeah, and I think, you know, you see every college and so many 
you know, public or, or high schools and, and primary schools going online now or going virtual now. And I think, you know, education as a whole in a virtual world, you know, makes sense to me. My, my follow-up question was going to be about the exhibit hall, because if you've ever been to ASCA, that's, you know, that's my favorite part is seeing all the swim companies, you know, and all the swim businesses uh, putting on their full display and, and seeing all the gear and, and all the technology that's, uh, that's being developed and being made for our swimming community. So, and you had mentioned a virtual exhibit hall. Can you tell me any more about that? Sure. It, again, you know, I don't want to overuse the word cool, but there's some really <laughs> cool features to yeah. having, and what it allows to me, and again, we talk about the costs associated, an exhibitor now can have their products on video, as you as you go through this virtual um, exhibit hall, you can visit everybody's booth um, and click on, and this and the company can get very creative with uh, the video and having coupons and products on sale for you know periods of time. Um, they, and we plan on working with our partners and our exhibitors to to come up with some really clever ways to, to do things. One of the things that, I, that, that we talked about is having a exhibitor happy hour where you know, we tell people, okay, yeah, drinks are, are actually on you, uh, <laughs> but that we're, we're gonna try and drive them there at the same time as a networking opportunity, but just have some fun with it and be, be creative, think outside the box, but, um, those companies that that uh, I think kind of embrace it and, and run with it will be so blown away by how much more exposure they potentially can have in a virtual exhibit hall than hoping that somebody comes down that aisle um, that their booth is in in a in a live one. So yeah. um, and I think that's the other piece too is that it allows us as the host organization to give them far more exposure within the, um, within the way we conduct the uh, educational sessions that you'll probably see some of these little infomercials, you know, thrown in and, 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 and my goal, again, one of the goals that I, when I came and, and uh, started in January here was my three themes for, for ASCA are educate, entertain, and engage. And I think this is actually providing me with um, my first real test on, you know, those three pillars and ensuring that we follow those when we go into our cyber world clinic. Well, that, that does sound pretty cool and, and certainly novel, uh, which, you know, I think a lot of things are in our world today, um, given our situation with COVID. Um, Steve, do you have any closing thoughts maybe on, you know, just ask of moving forward through this pandemic and kind of getting through it as a community? Well, and again, I'm, I am so impressed with our coaching community. Um, I've always thought that it's a rare breed, the swim coach, um, in, in many different ways, <laughs> but, um, I, I, I've seen them, uh, band together 
uh, here uh, on a, a time of crisis and the the ability to work together and and look to help out your your brethren um, is so refreshing because I think again uh, a united front facing something this uh, horrific is so much better than you know dividing up and going your own way and doing your own thing and so one of the things that I, I, I keep emphasizing within our publications here and newsletter, our magazine is, is to stay united, to stay together. And, and coming out of this, I think we will be uh, so much more unified uh, again and everyone working on the same cause and trying to get back to the, the new normal, whatever it will be. But um, I, I really do think that this community is uh, an incredible community of special people and uh, couldn't be prouder of how they're handling a very, very uh, difficult situation. Yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Steve. I really appreciate it. Coleman, I enjoyed it. Thanks so much.